Welcome to the Beyond Jiu-Jitsu podcast. This is episode 96 and we are back, baby. We are back. It has been so long. I forgot what the intro music sounded like. <laughs> Adam Childs here with uh, Kieran Lefebvre. Actually, that reminds me at the um, competition on the weekend, which uh, unfortunately Kieran had registered but didn't go because he had <laughs> their chest infection, as yeah. our, our long-time listeners will know. That's he why had, we were away. Yeah, that's why we um, had a couple of weeks with no episodes because Kieran ha- unfortunately had a chest infection. So he also wasn't at the competition. And when they were calling out your name, it was funny on the Saturday, I actually went down to the bullpen and I was like, oh, this competitor here, like he's, he's not here today. I so emailed them as well. I oh, did you? Yeah. So I was like, you can yeah. scrap him. But yeah. then on the Sunday, I didn't do that. Yeah. And they were like, Kieran, Levery. Yeah. Kieran Levery. And like funny pronunciations over the years. Yeah. The worst was Leferi. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They were nowhere near getting your name correct. Yeah. 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 We are back. It's been, bro. I don't know. Actually, it's been weeks. It's been a few weeks. Yeah. You're listening to this from the future. You're like, what are you talking about, man? I just listened to 95. Now I'm on 96. If you're binging the episodes, I've got a friend binging it. One of my friends, uh, actually, what did he say that I could? So I, people might know that I first started training in Canada and I made a really good friend there. His name's, um, his name's Peter. And he only just recently discovered our podcast. He was like, how come you didn't tell me? I thought, I was like, bro, I thought you knew. What did he say? He said something like, you should tell people, this is his words, not mine. Mm. So otherwise I'll get myself in trouble. Uh, actually, I'll be, and what he sent as well. So I'd like to share this. Might, we might put it on our Patreon. And I haven't showed you this actually. Oh. He, he came through with the heaps of old photos of in Brazil that I don't even have. Right? No way. I don't really, I always, it's funny you know how I feel about social media and all that sort of stuff. I'm not yeah, really into it. You yeah, big it. fan. I'm not really into it, but I always look back and go, oh, I wish I'd taken more photos or like, you know, I have a phone full of photos, but then I upgrade phones and I just lose yeah, all like, the oh, photos. Yeah. So I don't really have any photos yeah. of, of Brazil, but um, Peter sent me a whole bunch of photos and he was like, oh man, show Kieran, let me know what he thinks. And oh, that's so awesome. maybe I'll put up on the Patreon yeah, of please some do. of um some of the photos that like he sent me, I don't know, like almost a hundred photos. Stand by on the Patreon. Yeah. He also said your podcast partner is too young. Doesn't know Michael Schumacher or he needs some punishment. Peter, come punish me, boy. <laughs> but anyway, come punish me. I'll, 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 find, I'll find the thing he sent. But anyway, the reason I got onto this is because he just discovered it like a week ago. Oh, right. He's, he's just binging. like binge. Oh, what a legend. Yeah, Shout yeah, out to Peter. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So um, maybe he's already, this is only a week ago. He might mm. already be up to episode <laughs> 96. That's some hectic binging, man. We got hours of content. Yeah. Speaking of hours of content, here's another one, another hour. Yeah, no, yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are we talking about today, bro? So we're talking about some sexism in jiu-jitsu. You would have uh, seen the the title if you, you clicked on this episode, but we're talking all about uh, some sexism in jiu-jitsu. Now we're, we're going to stay out of – we're not going to try – try, we're trying not to be too political on the Beyond Jiu-Jitsu podcast. We're not the Beyond Politics podcast. Yeah, that's uh, right. But, I mean, sometimes things need to be addressed. You just need to – Talk about some things and uh, get some things off your chest that are bothering you with the jujitsu culture. We'll say, yeah. So the we're not woke. Just saying. Well, I, I don't <laughs> identify as woke. <laughs> I don't actually even. I'm actually going to be a little ignorant here. I actually don't actually know what that means. Like when what someone woke means, yeah. 
Yeah, like, I mean, I get it, but I mean, I don't know. Like, how do you describe it? What is when when people are talking about being woke? Yeah, I think that exactly. I think that it's a catch-all term for people basically saying that they they subscribe to very, um, we'll say, modern political, like uh, maybe left-leaning ideals. Um, they're very um, modern in the way they approach like culture, gender norms, things like that. So there's different levels of extremes, but I mean – when anyone says, oh, I'm not woke, they're basically just saying that I'm I'm not subscribing to some very far left ideals. That's that's my idea of it. Right. Um, you know, I, I suppose that may have angered some people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, yeah, fuck. I don't know, bro. Fuck. Whatever, dude. Texas of gun. Send it, dude. I'm, yeah. I'm just a dude, bro. <laughs> so the um the reason I this came up is because here, here in Australia, there's an upcoming competition that is trying to do something different compared to, to your standard competition. Your standard comp, you pay a registration fee to do the competition. If you win, you get a medal that's worth like $2. Mm. You know, you, you don't even win back like your registration fee or anything like that. Funnily enough, the – the competition that was on this weekend, they were the New South Wales state titles that had been essentially, I guess, cancelled from last year because of COVID. Mm. <laughs> so last year being 2021, you know, if you're listening to this in the future, currently 2022, the medals that they awarded at the competition said 2021 on them. Wow. So <laughs> just, I mean, I've sympathised with them because they- be thousands of dollars worth of yeah, fucking medals. of here, course. Yeah. I do sympathise with them. But, you know, at the same time, it's a bit funny. It's like, yeah. uh, you know- you definitely lose a little bit of credibility there when you're giving out last year's medals. But yeah, at the same time, I'm like, nah, that fuck, you know, I don't, I don't know. I've never put on a competition. Mm. Maybe the margins are minuscule mm. and they're like, man, if we, if we can't make, get new medals, I don't know. Yeah. But it was, it was quite funny. So you usually don't get shit for competing. This upcoming competition is giving uh, four tickets for, for the winners of the particular divisions and those tickets are tickets to Nogi Worlds to go compete in Nogi Worlds, which is a pretty big prize when you consider we're in Australia. Like mm. it's a long, expensive flight, you mm. know. It's not like a little domestic flight. Yeah, yeah. Um, how does this get to sexism? Because if you don't have a penis, you can't win one of those prizes, mm-hmm. right? There are no tickets for the women. And so I found I actually got super pissed off when I first found out about this because it's I don't know I don't know you can't really explain it any other way than saying it's not cool. And uh, I was at this competition and I was telling one of my teammates about it. I was like, uh, who uh, I was telling Fabricio, who we've had on the podcast before. He owns an alliance gym on the north of Sydney, and I was like, well, have you heard about this upcoming competition? Blah blah blah. And while I was essentially dumping shit on this competition, the guy who's running it, who I'd never met, right, overheard us talking and he's like, yeah, that's that's my competition. What about it? And I was like, well, why aren't the girls getting prizes? Really? Oh, straight up. I was like, why, aren't the, why, aren't, why are there no prizes for the women? Yeah. Man, I then just had to listen like 20 minutes this dude crap on about like essentially justifying why there were no prizes for the women in this competition. What was the justification? Oh, I mean, he had some real sound arguments. Send it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so, I mean, the, the excuse that 
always gets used, I guess, in sport as a whole, is that um, the the discrepancy in viewership and the amount of revenue that's generated. It, you know, that's why the prize money is never equal. Mm. That's the argument that people make, right? They go, well, not as many people buy tickets to go watch like a female match of tennis, for example. So if we don't sell as many tickets to that match, like how can we award the same amount of prize money as we do to the males because we sell more tickets to the males? That's that's the excuse or reason that's given. Mm. And yeah, I guess if you're looking at a spreadsheet, that makes sense. But we're not looking at a spreadsheet, right? We're looking at individuals and equality and everything. And so his argument was essentially the same, but even more backward. So first he goes off by saying that there's not enough women. Oh, how many competitors do you think are here today? And I'm like, I don't fucking know, bro. Like, <laughs> he's like, how many? <laughs> the first thing you do is start counting yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me, give me one, a minute. Two, one, two, three, four, five. Well, stop moving. <laughs> start again. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that was the initial argument, right? And then I said, well, why don't you do what, you know, most federations do that award prizes like AJP or whatever and you make – Either the, the – so AJP, I believe, does – the prize money is dependent on the amount of registrations. So regardless of the division, it'll be something – That makes sense. Yeah, so it'll be something like – I don't know. I, I, it may not be AJP or whatever, but there's an organization mm. that does something like – let's keep it simple, mathematical-wise. They'll go, oh, if there's, you know, zero to four competitors, prize money is like – $100. If there's four to eight, it's $200. Mm-hmm. If there's eight to 12, it's $300 or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's you're, – you're making – because the competitor pays a registration fee, so you're offsetting the prize money because mm-hmm. you've got X amount of registrations. So you're paying for your own prize money. Well, sort of, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, collectively you're paying yes. for it, right? Yeah. Uh, so I was like, why not do that? Or why not just have a blanket – you know, oh, there needs to be a minimum of X amount of competitors, mm-hmm. right? If 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 the registration fee is, you know, a hundred dollars and the ticket's worth a thousand, mm-hmm. say something like, there needs to be at least twelve competitors. So you're going to pay for the ticket and you'll make two hundred bucks, right? Why not do something like that? And he literally was like, oh, because because then the the women get pissed off because they they register to compete to win a prize and then there's only eleven of them, so they get pissed off that the prize isn't available anymore. I'm like, and you think they're not pissed off that the that fact you're not available. that it's not available at all? Yeah. And he literally said, like, he expects. He goes, man, I'm. Cop- I don't know why I'm copping so much shit. No one's coming up to me, being like, man, good on you, bro. It's better than nothing. You know. He's like, what are these people getting here? A shitty, is. shitty medal. I'm like, bro. Like, okay, yeah, it's it's better than nothing. Like, cool. You're given a prize is to it the though? man. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you know, yeah. Just because it's better than nothing doesn't mean it's good enough, you know. Imagine if you're mm. sitting over there and you're hungry, you're soup like like you need some food or you gonna die. Mm. And I'm like, here, Kieran, here's some raw chicken, <laughs> right? Or, better than nothing. Yeah, better than nothing. <laughs> or I go, here, Kieran, I know you've got a nut allergy, but here's a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> it's better than nothing. <laughs> You'd be like, I don't know if it is, you know, like, and you know. So I just kept arguing. Well, I mean, arguing. I honestly felt like I was talking to anyone who is has, I don't know, just sort of one of those like, you know, dogmatic people or talking to a bigot, like someone you just can't reason with, right? I think, and, yeah, just because you were like 
criticizing the event. They were always going to be on the defensive. They're never going to be like, oh, that's a really good idea. I never thought about that like that. They're going to double down and they're going to go on the attack. Yeah, and I didn't yeah. say this to him, but in my head, I'll, like a lot of it was me just standing there being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I, uh, in my head, I was thinking, bro, the fact that we're having this conversation mm. already justifies that it's wrong, mm. you know? And uh, yeah, like, what was the other thing he said? He, uh, is it just for black belts or is it open weights? No, yeah. So, yeah. So, the, his mentality is so fucking backwards that he goes, oh, you know, you know what division has the most people? He goes, he goes the, the male adult blue belts. That's the most yep. stacked division. He's like, it's like, so I've got to give them something. And in my head, I'm like- Wait, you can get a ticket to Wells at this comp? I'm fucking yeah, going, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up, I'm going. I'm supporting this man. <laughs> I, than nothing, I like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking going, man. I can get the ticket. Is it just open weight? What's the go? Fucking hit so, me up. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know what the division- I think it's like, it's like, I think the four divisions are blue and purple together- Below mm-hmm. seventy kilos and above seventy, or so, below oh, eighty, above eighty, or something like that. 80. Come on, and, and, 80. Then it, and then it's brown and black belts below and above. So those are the two tickets. There's two. the four tickets. Oh right, right. So you got, fuck. So you're telling me they're given blue belt males a blue ticket, and purples together, blue and purple belt males a ticket before black belt females. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And so his logic. So he goes like, "That's the biggest division. So I have to give them something." Mm. And in my head, I'm like. Firstly, no, you don't, right? Like no one would expect any. No blue belt would expect a ticket yeah, to fucking world's fan. Like yeah, like I'm not. I mean, I, I won a ticket to pants once as blue belt, but anyway, like I'm not <laughs> shaking your head. Yeah, and the women got fucking nothing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay that benefits you, Adam. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm getting. So sexism in jiu-jitsu featuring Adam Charles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the picture of my face. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I'm like, like not not taking anything away from blue belts, but kind of the, the point you said, it was mm. like, it was like, well, no, no, you don't. Like, I don't want to say they're just blue belts, but I mean, you if you're if you're looking <laughs> at the the sport from a professional point of view, you're trying to make it more legitimate and mm. make it professional and send people to the world championships. You could argue that that prior to black belt, you could still be considered an amateur, and mm. then black belt's the Absolutely. professional. Profession, like you know, the black belts, the A League, mm-hmm. like the Premier League, and everything else is the the like lower relegated leagues that are trying to feed into black belt. Of course, obviously now it, you know that's a very crude example because we know that blue belts are winning ADCC trials. They are and outliers. Shit like that. They're not yeah. the belt. They're not representatives of the belt. Let's be honest. But you know, so I'm kind of like, well, yeah, like, and then he goes, he goes, so I have to award them something to grow the sport. I'm like, wait, so your logic is that the already busiest division needs to be incentivized to grow the sport opposed to creating an incentive for the smaller divisions that have less competitors. Mm. And he's, think- he's like, yeah, cause the, that's the, the, that's the most stacked division. So I've got to grow the sport through that. And it's like, no, like, and you need to give, any, you know, with that logic as well, then why are the, why are the male adult black belts even getting a prize? Sometimes there's fuck all of them as well. You know, they're like, the smallest divisions at every comp, which makes sense because yeah, there's like less lo- people yeah, at the top, especially locally local, in, of, in of, Sydney. Yeah, of course. Right? I'm talking local, like your local fucking New South Wales states or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the, anyway, always the the smaller divisions. And so he actually thinks that women are looking at this and going, 
and going, oh, like that they're not – he, he expects women to look at this and go, oh, man, awesome, this dude's giving prizes to, to the men. Like, I can't wait till there's enough women in the sport and we can win prizes too. No, man, all you're doing is guaranteeing that no women are ever going to support your competitions. I flat out said to him, I was like, well, none of my students will be there. I said, we won't be <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> Unless. <laughs> I need that ticket, bro. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> See, but that's, all, <laughs> but that's also the problem, right? Yeah. Because there are going to be a bunch of people uh, who. They're going to fly in for this. Maybe, yeah. Mm. Or, yeah, like domestically fly in. Or, there's, yeah, 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 there's going to be a lot of. 18, 19, 20-year-olds or whatever who are kind of like, yeah, that sucks, but eh, I want my ticket to the Worlds and they're going yeah. yeah. to go do it anyway. Yeah, 100%. I actually had what would be like the best fucking idea. Mm. Like if somehow I could just spread my sort of jujitsu spider webs throughout the entire country and like contact the top – blue, purple, brown, black belts in all of the country and be like, hey, guys, we're going to go to this comp. We're going to win these four tickets and we're going to give all four of them to, like, the girls. Wow. And the girls go to, to Nogi Worlds. Wow. That would be fucking awesome. I would love to I'll be able to – I'll not give my ticket away. <laughs> <laughs> you can fucking jam it. <laughs> Sexism featuring Kieran. I like it, you know? <laughs> oh, dude. Well, okay, if we're boycotting this, then, okay, I support you. But, I mean, is it in Bro, Sydney? Yeah, yeah, this dude's a piece of shit, man. Like it's funny because then I, at this same competition, I was then chatting to a, a jujitsu friend of mine. Like we didn't train together heaps, but we just have spent time on the mat together. He's yeah. a really nice guy. And, um, and yeah, we, we were just sort of chatting. And then this competition came up in the conversation mm. and I was just dumping shit on this guy being like, man, like fucking like so unfair. Cause some of the, like the big female names in, jiu-jitsu in Australia mm. have been like livid, like Hope Douglas and Jess Fraser. Like yeah, a, right. Like a they're they're absolute athletes. Yeah, like dude. Australia's, just for international listeners, and I mean, I'm, I'm saying this from what I witnessed at ADCC trials that recently happened, uh, the Oceania trials. So basically all, all Australia, Oceania, Asia, this was our shot to get into ADCC. The women's divisions were fucking stacked. There was so much high talent that flew in from all over the country, overseas, everywhere. And the level of jujitsu that we have in Australia in the women's divisions is awesome at the moment. Yeah. So to, to overlook that and to say that it's a numbers game or something like that, I, I don't understand. Yeah. And um, yeah, so people like Jess Fraser, who's like one of the key people of Girls in Geese, which mm. are, you know, these female only competitions slash mm. camps that they do, um, you know, like, they're kind of forced to do those female only things because you've got dickheads like this, right. Mm. Who, who exclude them. Mm. Uh, but you know, this, I sort of lost my train of thought of, of you talking to your friend and this competition. Oh yeah. Yeah. Up. yeah. And I was just like dumping shit on this dude. And I didn't know that the friend I was talking to, that's who he had gotten all these belts from and got his black belt from him. And I was like, I was like, oh, bro, sorry, I was dumping shit on your on your coach. And he's like, no, 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 man. He's like, that's why I left. He's like, I'm. Oh. He's like, I've realized. And he's like, I'm glad. He goes, because previously, until now, it was all sort of like kept within the. Unless you knew him directly, you you didn't know. He's like, now I'm glad it's like public. He's like, just shot himself in the foot. He's publicly announced of how much of a piece of shit he is, and now people are seeing that, you know. Mm. But like I said, there's going to be a lot of guys like you who are just, man, I want to go win my ticket. 
fuck, fuck the women. I'm, I'm fucking tempted. <laughs> <laughs> I can't change it. No, but you're right. If we don't support it, then it won't continue, I suppose. So, I mean, I'm not, I don't like canceling or boycotting or whatever, but if people like, if I was in a position, say for example, Sophia really wanted well, we're doing, a ticket. What, what about if, if, Okay, like let's let's just change it from sexism to mm. racism. What if what if it was the yeah. same thing and it was like you can win a ticket unless you're a, argument, Aboriginal slash African American or whatever? Would you, you go you do could. that comp? No, absolutely not. But the no difference way. would be that the they don't segregate their divisions like that. It's not no, acceptable. That's, true. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. only concession. So yeah. it I get what you're saying. And whenever sexism topics come up, I try to apply uh, race to it to see if my opinion would change on it, yeah. if that makes sense. Because yeah. it's like a filter, you know what I mean? Because anytime right, that you're- But that's a good point. Yeah, they don't s- separate. Yeah, we're the, not, not in the 60s, yeah, Adam. Yeah, like yeah. everyone can sit on the bus. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like it's, it's fucked up, right? It's really, really fucked up. But I mean, up. he's also like, he's then going on saying like he's going to add a-, a, a a ticket for the juvenile divisions. So he's like giving everyone before the women. That's, that's a bit weird. There is no way like, okay, don't get me wrong. Kids are the future. Yes. Mm. I'm all on board with that, you know, because it's obvious, Mm. but you know, you're talking like you've got female professional athletes who are trying to make a career in the sport. Support them. And please. And like the 12 year old kids has the right to win a ticket before Mm. that person does. If I was this guy and if you were trying to, do it again. If you were to like go back in time and, and be an advisor to, to this guy when he's putting together the competition, if he has the amount of money available for four tickets and he's given them all to the male division, say above 80, below 80, above 80, below 80 for blue and blue and purple and then um, black and brown, you would go um, the two, two weight divisions for black and brown for the men and the two for the women. Yeah. That's how or, you would do it. Like if, if money's a factor, dude, you know, yeah, I appreciate what you're trying to do, but don't don't give four tickets. Just give two. One for the men, one for the women. Yeah. Like But then how would you choose the weight? You'd have to pick a weight bracket. You'd have to pick a weight. Or you know, like the the Yeah, I I don't know. Like, but just yeah. just flat out saying it's not even on the table, mm. I don't think I don't think it's cool. I don't think it's fair. It's already a sport that's dominated by males. Mm. I think just because of the nature, the nature of, of the sport. Yeah. It's the I nature mean, of the guy, beast. You know. Guys, so shout out to little- all the women that train out there. Like it's, it's not easy. I, I, I'm assuming again, I'm talking out of my ass cause it's, you know, I'm privileged, not in that position, but I'm, I'm assuming that it's not easy to step into a gym full of men to do a combat sport. Yeah, definitely. And especially like we had a, a girl do a trial last night. And I remember when I first did a trial as, you know, as a, as 20, a woman, as, yeah, yeah, when I, before I transitioned, yeah, like as a as a guy, and even then I was a bit nervous walking in the gym by myself. I didn't go with a friend; like I just went in by myself as a guy, and you know, yeah, walking into this, and like you know, I was nervous. Man, you add on top of that a girl. We had this girl do a trial last night, and unfortunately, there were no other girls in the class on in that particular class, mm. and you know. Man, I sympathize massively because it was nervous for me when I first did it mm. as a dude, just wrestling with other dudes. And mm. I mean, you know, the culture of our gym. Obviously, she was very well looked after and everything. But, mm. but you know, it's a sport dominated by males. And it's just all too often you see like either avenues for women to get into the sport or grow in the sport, like be shut down. Mm. 
or not even available. Or then when women become successful, like they get shit dumped on them. Mm. You know, the best example is, is Gabby Garcia. I was thinking as soon as you said shit dumped on them. Yeah. Man, like Gabby the, Garcia came to mind. Say what you want about her jujitsu. Like, I don't care. You can complain about whether she's good or bad at jujitsu or, you I think know, there's no or, argument or, that can be made that she's bad. <laughs> or, yeah. yeah. Or whether she just wins because of her size or mm. whatnot. But like, these are things she can't change, right? Mm. If you haven't seen Gabby in person, she's like 6'3, man, or mm. six, like, she's almost just as, me and her are like the same height. She's just a tall, big person, mm. right? That's not her fault. And, you know, she's been, incredibly successful and then constantly gets called a man and mm. okay, whatever she's juicing. Everyone's juicing, right? Even mm. the little dudes are juicing in jujitsu. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like what her reward for becoming successful is to become like the, the point of, of, um, of being told attention and laughing stock or whatever. Yeah. So then all these, you know, white blue belt girls who are maybe also big girls or not even maybe they're big, but you know, they look at that and go, cool. I've got that to look forward to when mm. I'm successful at jujitsu, people will tell me I'm a dude. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Right? Like, Super great. You know, and it's just mm. constant this, I was listening to an interview with, um, um, with Fionn Davis and she was just even talking about like the sexism in jujitsu and that she had never had it directly happen to her, but just even, wildly inappropriate things that kind of happen and then just get, you know, oh yeah, ha, 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 awkward laugh, pretend it didn't happen and carry on, you know? Well, it's like we spoke about, I think, oh man, way, way previous in, in other episodes, um, there was a particular, there's a particular individual big in the jujitsu space and the MMA space that doesn't roll with women. And we brought that up and said oh, how- man, that video made me so Yeah, we, we watched the video and-, and um, You can and, say and, his name. What's his name? Um, Fahasi or something. Farias. Like, Farias, yeah, yeah. No, I, I can't remember. I can't remember. You would him. know him. I, I butchered it. You'd be like, wow, well, do you not know this guy? But he's a fuckhead. Better um, known as, um, as kind of the- the, I don't know if he's the head coach, but like one of the coaches from what are they called? TriStar MMA, the yeah. the, the gym that GSP yeah. Um, yeah. fought out of. Very, and, very skilled. And um, I believe he's a John Danaher black belt. Yeah. Very, very renowned in the space. Very skilled. Very, very good. Excellent coach. Yada yada yada. Piece of shit though, because he 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 comes out and basically said that he doesn't roll with women. And the reason that he doesn't roll with women is because he doesn't want to be sexually aroused by them. Yeah, because he, he essentially says it's impossible to roll with women. And Without not, being sexually aroused. Not, not being aroused and having sexual thoughts. It's, what the fuck? What is wrong with you? Man, man? Eddie's- <laughs> What like, the fuck I is think, wrong with I you? I think when we spoke about it, like, because we had a- <laughs> Uh, someone submit a question saying, hey, my yes. coach doesn't roll with yeah, women. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. And yeah, and I, just to quickly summarize that, you know, uh, I, I assume I would have said something along the lines of, yeah, like it's sexist and B, you know, how as an instructor can you really assess, mm. not assess your student, but you get a lot of information mm. from rolling with your student. I can be a better coach to you if I get to roll with you, you know, apply that to any sport. I could be your tennis coach, but if I never like have a match with you and like, mm. there'd be things that I could help you with more if I actually play against you. Mm, right? Exactly. Um, but it's ridiculous. And it, that, but what was, what was probably as concerning, I won't say more concerning, but as concerning as that video were the comments, like the, the amount of people that were jumping in to the, to the comment thread and, and like championing this guy and saying, thank you, finally someone's saying it and all this sort of shit. I'm like, fuck man. Bro, like I, there's some, I don't- There's some backward thinking people. I don't get it. So like, uh, does that mean, uh, I'm just trying to think. So 
So then if you're a dude mm. and you're gay, does that mean then you should only roll with women? Because mm. you can't roll with guys because you'll be sexually aroused. Yeah, exactly. I guess Imagine by his logic. I guess I'm a, assume, that's I'm a perfect analogy. I'm assuming he also has the mentality that if you're gay, you should be- He's not going to roll with you or, or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, well, but, it, it's ridiculous, right? If you apply it, like how we're talking about the race filter, if you apply that to to, to this filter and then you, you say the same thing, then you're a bigot and you know you are and you can see it's clear as day. Yeah. Like if you don't feel comfortable rolling with someone who is gay, then I think the problem lies with you. Yeah. And I, man, I just find it weird because I couldn't think of anything like, I don't know, there's just, I get to how to someone who's uneducated about jujitsu, they could look at it and see that it's not that it is sexual, but they could see how, that connection could be made mm. if you were uneducated about from jiu-jitsu. the outside, from yeah. a cosmetic point of view, what it looks like. But like yeah. if you train jujitsu, like you know, there's nothing sexual about it. Like when you when you're rolling, I think I probably gave this example as well when we were talking about it. If I just not in a jujitsu scenario, if I like, I don't know, if I like grabbed your ass. Like that would be weird mm. if I was just like eh, and like touch your butt or whatever. That would be like weird, awkward. I would, sexual. I'd be okay with it. But <laughs> You'd be cool with it. Okay, yeah. but someone else. I okay, know you'd be cool else, with right, it. Right. You know, like that would be that'd be super weird. Mm. But when we're rolling, having a jujitsu match, and like my fingers can pretty much be like on your drawstring yeah. down your butt crack, and yeah. like there's nothing sexual about it because <laughs> you know, like it's just, you know what I mean though, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. there's. Like, yeah, I pulled like someone like when you're doing that pressure pass and you're on their drawstring, you pull the f- whole pants off. Yeah, if you're doing like a stack pass yeah, or yeah, something yeah. and sometimes the pants, the whole ass comes out and yeah, obviously, yeah, you know, like like you don't- You fix it. it. It's, yeah, you fix it. It's not like you're then like start drooling and you can't, you're like, you know, oh there's nothing God. sexual about it, man. Yeah. Like it's, you know- I don't know, man. I think maybe it's a different, different cultures, different upbringings and different experiences have led these individuals to- you know, to thinking a certain way about certain people. Yeah, I, get I think the, that's the problem. I get the different culture and different upbringing and religion or whatever. But mm. like, if you're like, if it's what you do mm. for your profession, mm. I, mean, I think, it yeah, it's different when you're a coach, if you're just a hobbyist and you're a practitioner, say for example, you're a woman and you don't want to roll with men because like you're worried that they're going to hurt you or, or you don't trust your certain training partners or particular people you don't know, you know, that's one conversation. But I think the the conversation that we're having very specifically, we're talking about an instructor, an advocate for the sport, a very renowned, well-known individual. And if they're sort of preaching this philosophy, I think that is not good for the sport. No, definitely like- And it's the same, we can circle it back to the competition, right? That's the same philosophy that's being preached in not awarding prizes to women and exclusively awarding prizes to all male divisions, but none of the female divisions. It's like the perfect example of gatekeeping. Right. Yeah. Like it's, there's what, like, what does that say about, you know, the, the equality in the sport or the inclusion for saying we don't want women in the sport saying we like that competition. We, you, if you're a woman in, in, in jujitsu in, in Australia, in Sydney, don't show up to that competition. You're not welcome. That's pretty much what it says. It's right? exactly like, what it you says. Know, I, I, any, I would find it hard pressed that any woman in, registers for that comp. I'm curious and, to go to see if there are any. Well, if they are, it's probably because they don't know any better, yeah. I would argue. They might they, not even know ju- about the prizes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They just go, oh, here's a comp, a local yeah. comp, I'll go do it. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, totally. But I think it, the competition probably still will be successful because you're still sitting here thinking, I want to go do that comp and win that ticket, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is because I'm a piece of shit, Adam. Yes. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, there's, man, you, you said it talking about the ADCC, like the amount of talent that mm. the – the, the girls are, ha- are coming up with in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. It's crazy. And even up-and-coming talent. like the, I'm talking like purple belts, brown belts, yeah. blue belts that we man, have coming I, up. Very impressive. I don't often watch – I don't watch that much jiu-jitsu inst- instructionals or even YouTube technique videos, right? Um, you know, I do sometimes if I'm looking for a specific improvement, but, you know, I don't often just sit there and go down a rabbit hole. But it, I actually recently did – go down a rabbit hole of watching multiple videos of Fionn Dave's uh, uh, teaching techniques. And I was like, man, this chick's like, obviously I know she's good, right? Just Mm. from her success as a competitor. But I was like, holy shit, man, like the details this chick knows about like these positions, like heaps of stuff that, oh man, I didn't know that. Like really, really good, Mm. right? Like, and I think they often get written off because, because of, you know, how freaking biology works. You could have a, a, a female black belt world champion and a male blue belt world champion. And the blue belt may very well be able to manhandle the woman, right? Mm. Cause these just be bigger and stronger. Mm. Right. But, um, but we know that there's more to jujitsu than that. Like there's male black belt world champions that I outweigh by 50 kilos who I could give a immense hard time to. Mm-hmm. Right, but that doesn't mean I can't learn anything from them. So why is it any different for for a female? No and, and I was just—it's not like I was expecting her not to be good at jujitsu, but I'm just kind of proving the point of like, man, like the, the yeah. talent yeah. of women nowadays. Like, and that talent is only going to grow, or as, only as can the pool of grow. the people, the candidates grow. Exactly, yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, like, yeah. just ro- essentially gatekeeping this whole, <laughs> you know let's just say 50%, I don't know, the actual division of male and, uh, and females in the, in the population, but you're essentially writing off 50% of the, the potential jiu-jitsu population mm. of, of talent. Mm. So much to learn, so much to be more to be created and discovered in jiu-jitsu. It's fucking bullshit, bro. Mm. I was fuming with this competition. Couldn't agree you more. You better not go, Kieran. Yeah, I, I don't think I can now. <laughs> if we you, didn't have this you, podcast, I probably would have gone. You though. can go, but only if you win and give the ticket Ooh. to me. Ooh. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't I don't know about that. I probably just won't go. Yeah, there'll be look. There'll still be unfortunately. It'll be stacked. It'll be packed. A, a lot of people there because you know their their goals and their jujitsu goals are. Mm. You know, they, they're weighing it up and making that decision. Mm. And they, they might not even have looked into it that deeply. Maybe they just saw, oh, prize money for my division. I'll That's go. Right. Or, or prize, prize for my division. I'll now, go. Yeah. I have heard since this announcement mm. that he's copped so much backlash mm-hmm. that I believe he's considering adding one female ticket. That's just appeasing to the crowd. That's like, that's like, Nah. It was yeah, like, okay. bro, but when you stuck to your guns, I at least respected you. No, no, no. Not, that's not what I'm trying to say, but I'm like saying that he would do that. Like, fine, here, here's a ticket. Fine. I'll just cut into my yeah, profits yeah, and yeah. then yeah. And we shut up now. That That's what that says to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't think that is actually solving anything, um, but well, okay. 
But it was quite ironic because- At least he's listening or <laughs> or maybe he's worried that it's not going to make any money. It's probably more accurate. He's worried people aren't going to show up or people are going to boycott it. Yeah, I don't think they will. I mean, I, yeah, I think, I think people will still go. All, yeah, all totally those same people go. who were at ADCC trials and whatever, those people mm-hmm. who-, who 100%. They're still going to go yep. and try to win a ticket. Yep. But it was quite ironic because I was talking to, I'd mentioned previously, Hope Douglas, you know, one of the, the top female Australian black belts. Mm. And I was talking to her about it at the competition. And it was quite ironic because Hope and Jess, Jess Fraser, mm. were both on the, I'm not sure if it was on the Jungle Brothers podcast or the Bulletproof for BJJ podcast, you know, with, with Joey and JT. And on the, on that, so they record whatever it is a week in advance, or I'm not mm. sure, but they they were recording the episode, and in the episode, I'm not sure how it came up, but Hope was asked, oh, because she had recently done like a big tour through the US to score points um, to compete at the Worlds and everything, mm-hmm. and she was asked, oh, how do you find the equality in jujitsu as as a female and traveling and competing and going into different gyms? Like, how do you find it? get treated equally, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh man, I think like nowadays it's really good. Like there's not really a lot of sexism that goes on, yada, 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 yada. And then, so that was the day they recorded it. And then the next day, this announcement of this competition came out and they're like, "Mm, Uh, we might have to to amend that podcast before Uh, we release it. (laughs) Oh, well. I don't know, man. I'm, um, it's a good conversation to have and I think that not to toot our own horns but people, you know, with a platform need to talk about it regardless of whether or not it directly impacts us as like individuals because, um, I mean, it doesn't. In a, If we just ignored it and I did go do that competition and I won, I'd be, you know, over the moon. I'd be like, fuck yeah, I got my ticket. But unless you reflect on it and say, yeah, but my female counterparts, my female, um, you know, teammates – don't have the same opportunity. And is that okay? And am, am I okay with that? And should yeah. I be supporting that? Yeah. And I think that's the conversation like, yeah. you need to have publicly. And, you know, I'm just, yourself. I'm just, it boggles my mind that it wasn't even something as simple as there needs to be X amount of competitors. And mm. if, if there's not that many competitors, like there's, there's no prize. You can't just have two of you and rock up and that makes one sense. Of you win a I ticket. would support that because, you know, from a fu- purely business point of view, that that's logical. And it applies, it's regard, it doesn't matter what division, you know, male, female, weight division, belt division, it doesn't matter. It That is a pure numbers, fiscal conversation to have. And, that, yeah, and it, that, I mean, that's fine with right, me. Even without, you know, a ticket on the line, even a title on the line, like mm. at the Worlds, I'm not sure what the number is, but I know that at Worlds there's a minimum number as well of mm. competitors. So you can't get ha- walk over and get yeah, the you, world champion. Exactly. You mm-hmm. can't have yeah, no one in your division or whatever and be like, man, you know, so and so world champion 2022. No, you like you had one fight, or I don't know what the number is, yeah. you know, because that title you could argue is more valuable than a ticket to the worlds, right? So mm. like the, even that has a minimum amount of competitors. Mm. If there's not enough, like I'm sorry, right? Like that's there's that's not on me mm. right but gatekeeping like this in my opinion now it is on you because you're all you're doing is ensuring that there won't ever be enough competitors i, I do have a question though like this is maybe maybe this could be like a closing thing um with the with, with, if you do this competition <laughs> why, aren't, why aren't women allowed at our gym because <laughs> <laughs> dan still trains there. can't get rid of him yeah he can't be within 50 meters of a woman um no, I, I I had a question. With Nogi Worlds, 
in you and say you do win this competition and you get the ticket, do you still need to qualify? Or does this competition qualify you for Worlds? I don't understand how they, they do that. Um, I don't know. We, good you question. You can just register for Worlds. That's a good question. You don't have to qualify for colored belts. You can just register. I didn't know that. Um, it's just black belts you need to qualify. I actually don't know. I haven't looked in to see if the qualification process is the same for gi and no gi. I actually don't know. I assume it would be, especially with the growth of no gi. Mm. Like if you went back five years ago, not as many people turned up to no gi worlds mm. as they did to gi worlds. So like the reason for qualifying is just to essentially limit numbers, right? Like yeah, of course. Otherwise you have thousands of people in the bracket and then just get seven through. fights to the finals, something ridiculous. Yeah, or it'll take like a whole week to run through all the divisions. Yeah, yeah. So that was the reason for it. I wouldn't be surprised if in the not too distant future you need to qualify as colored belts as well. Right. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I don't know if that's extended to no gear worlds. I'm not sure, but it's a man, it's hard work to, to qualify. Like mm. it is not a, I mean, need a lot yeah, of points. Eh? I think, I think, yeah, I know that hope at hope and her partner, Ari, Ari's one of Australia's top male black belts as yeah. well. Like, man, they, ha- they traveled through all the U S like to score enough points to qualify for mm. Worlds. Didn't Ari and just miss out on this Worlds? No, didn't he do Worlds? Or he did get- No, oh, I thought okay. he qualified. Never mind. I'm not. I'm pretty sure he qualified and fought Worlds, yeah. Right, right, right. But I mean, man, just the amount in flights mm. and accommodation and everything and all, also remembering that during that period of time, you're not working. So you don't even- not well, only Flights aren't really an issue if you go to this comp and win. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So guys, are you going to register at www. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, I uh, we'll see. Maybe it's just a whole bunch of women register who identify as male. Yeah. They win tickets and be like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> now, I would love to have a squad of people go in, sweep it, and then give the tickets away. And yeah. be like, you suck, dick. Yeah. Anyway. That'd be a statement. On that note, women, you're not allowed to train jiu-jitsu. Kieran has spoken. <laughs> Someone's <laughs> going to clip that. <laughs> Thanks That's for listening. me. That's my job. I'll clip it. Thanks for listening uh, to the Beyond Jiu-Jitsu podcast, guys. And if you are a long-time listener and you're listening to this when it releases, thanks for sticking with us. And Yeah, uh, sorry returning. about the hiatus. Yes, uh, be more consistent if, if, within our power. We will do everything we can to um, keep the episodes rolling to you every Tuesday and Friday. That's it. Till, on that note, till next time, see ya. <laughs>